As many of you are aware, this year we have practiced something new at the occasion of the homily, a dialogue sermon. Not to worry, today is not one of those. We try to give you a forewarning because it feels so different than when we do it the usual way and I'm the only one talking. But this was an initiative of the Natural Church Development Task Force, a group put together to consider how it is that we might nurture the spiritual life of the congregation. And they were right to count on you for being willing. They had confidence that you would give it your best shot and that you would let us know about your experience. And indeed you have over the course of those three opportunities. Once in the summer, I think it was in July, the other in September, and the other one just at the start of this season of Advent. It may seem odd to you as to why this was thought to be such a good exercise for each of us. Perhaps in the practice of it, you became aware of its significance. You see, our spiritual life is deeply personal. It can only be personal. Maybe that became evident to you as you were asked to turn to your neighbor and to share an answer to a particular question. The second point is that it is in the practice of sharing that we become aware of the personal nature of it. We get the hang, if you will. We get the hang of our language, the way we talk about something that seems beyond words, something that is difficult to describe, but it truly is, even when we can't put words to it. That was the thinking behind asking each of you to participate in a dialogue sermon. And from the note cards that we received back, that is what you experienced. You became aware of the deeply personal aspect of your spiritual life. And even in your best attempt to share your words, you found that they could only go so far and that they went further than you thought. Does it surprise you that the spiritual life is so deeply personal? We see the personal aspect of it in the gospel lesson for today, which roots and is the foundation for this whole season that we come into of Christmas. Mary has been entrusted with the good news. God, in his love for humanity, in his love for her, trusts himself in her. It seems radical, maybe scandalous, to think that God would trust God's very self with us, that God loves us so much that God trusts us with him. We see this in Mary. She is blown away by it too. She sings a song about how her soul magnifies the Lord. She can't believe that God loves her so much as to entrust her with himself. I think it's something that takes us a long time to come to terms with, that God loves us that much. We have a long list of reasons as to why God shouldn't. Consider what they might be as you reflect on God's invitation to you, God's love for you, God's desire to trust himself with you. 
You might consider that you're unworthy. Maybe there's an element of truth to that. But God finds you worthy. And God makes you worthy. And God asks you to trust his trust of you. This season of Advent gives us a workout in that regard. We can think of the reasons God shouldn't trust us. And yet, we insult God by challenging God's judgment of us. Doesn't God know who we are? Doesn't God know us more completely than we know ourselves? And God loves us, each and every one of us, and gives us the gift of himself, asking that we share it in the world. Indeed, it will have our DNA in it. It is deeply personal. And as Jim Wallace says, the spiritual life is personal, but it's not private. What more of an example do we need of that than the birth of a child? A child is deeply personal. A child doesn't come into this world except through another human being. Fed off of that mother. That is how the child grows. That is how the child comes into this world. And that baby has the mark of its parents in and through it so deeply that it can't be separated. You can't pull apart the parents out of a child. They're all interwoven and interconnected so intimately that it's one. This is what God asks of us, that we say yes. Yes to his trust in us. Yes to his love of us. Yes to his belief in us, that we can be the bearers of the good news. He believes in his love for us that we can do this. He trusts himself in our very care. He asks us to bear him in the world. And our response, which is born out of love, is yes. Amen.